This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? So the holidays are here. Christmas is around the corner. And nothing says Christmas like drinkable ornaments, right? Yeah. I think so. Sure. Whatever. I've actually never seen this. But I saw that Miller Lite wanted to be on your Christmas tree and have a purpose. So you can now buy a Miller Lite Christmas ornament with beer that you can throw beer in there. I was like, mm. Wait. So the ornament, you can fill it with beer? Yes. Not throw. Sorry. Fill it with beer. Mm-hmm. Now, the ornament, I was like, yo, you know what? 1975 for this isn't too bad if you want to gift it to somebody. But that's only for the ornament. You have to buy the beer separate. Is the ornament of a beer mug? No, it's literally like a sphere, like a little ornament for the tree. Wait, why would you pour beer into an ornament? Isn't it just going to get gross? Exactly. That's a very weird idea (laughs) by them. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think that (laughs) actually, nobody thought that through. And if you bought that, you're a sucker, bro. Right. Like, wait, I spent $20 on an ornament for a tree that I'm going to put beer in. Rather than putting it in a cup or a mug or a glass or drinking it from the can or the bottle. Why would I do that? I don't know, man. But um, <laughs> but, but we're going to buy them, right? We're definitely going to. some Miller you know Coors. We have a cute little tree in the little lobby here in the studio. So we should buy some and put it in our tree. Okay. And look cute. Okay. So was like, all right. <laughs> okay. Whatever you, you guys say. say. So. Okay. If you think that's what we should do, we'll do it. Okay. No, it's, listen, listen, keeping California chill, that's Coors Light. And if they tell me that they've got an ornament for my tree, which is white with blue lights all over it because it's a Hanukkah tree during Christmas, I'll probably do it. I'll do it. But I just don't get it. Doesn't mean I won't do it. You know, people are going to buy this, though. People are suckers for so many things that I can see people doing it. I'm looking for creative gifts this year. I'm looking for things that tell people, hey, look, I thought about you. I put time and effort into this thing. Did you try to do like Dusty Rhodes there for a second? <laughs> Let me tell you something, George Tadano. I'm thinking about holiday gifts. You did there slip would be in no for a gift. minute. There'd be no gift for Rick Flair. Right. Am I? Did I? Did, no, you, you got it. Put, yeah, you did you like a it. little mini Dusty Rhodes in there when you were talking about like the gift thing. Which part was it? Dusty Rhodes must love Miller Coors. <laughs> yeah, you you like slipped into Channeled. a little like lisp there when you were doing. Really? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Really? You, did. Mm-hmm. you don't yeah. know about hard times, Daddy. Yeah. Hard times that when the textile workers around this country can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. That's hard yeah. times. Yeah. And by the way, Cap, you should always buy a gift that people feel that you actually thought of them. That's why yeah, I hate gift cards sometimes. Yeah, you, you know, yes, yes, you say that, and it's true, and it's nice, you know. But um, I'm really putting a little more effort and energy behind it this year, I think. You know? I'm trying to, anyway. All right, buy yourself an ornament. Well, I tried Where's to get light? you guys all robes, and you guys all were like, we don't want your robes. We hate your gifts. 
I don't know. There's a lot of people at that radio station are getting these well, ESPN 710 robes, and they're going to be loving them. If you if you were putting, you know, if you wanted to put more thought into it, then you'd be like, you know what? Sedano's not really a robe guy. Maybe I should find something else or just, you know, pass on the gift this year. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. or let me give you the flip side, okay? Or you're a grateful human being, and you're like, you know what? That's really sweet. Thanks for Wait. thinking of me. No, no, no. Do not put this on us because we are grateful, and we did say thank you so much. That you are thinking of us and trying to get us a nice gift. But we're going to politely decline it because it's not going to be used. So there's no point to get us a gift. So do not say that we're not, you know, uh, what was the word you used? Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Yes. Thank you. I'm like, we are very grateful. And I I told you, I will rock it for the gram and take a picture for you, my dude. (laughs) Save you the money, you know? (laughs) But yeah, you can save the money. Well, did you guys like the gifts that I gave you when I gave you girls those, those head towels? Did you like those? All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Good towel. It's only okay. It's nothing special. It, I mean, I used it today when I showered. Yeah, my hair. See, it's that's good. a yeah. gift that keeps on giving right there. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie, I used mine to dry Chewy off the other day when I gave him a bath. <laughs> hey, listen, that's okay. I'll bet you I'll bet you Chewy's like, damn. Fits Mom, him perfectly. That's, that's a great towel. So I know. He was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was what you guys needed to know. The Miller Lite ornaments, the how we use Cap's towels, and uh, we're going to get a robe. Actually, yep. Lindsay, that's probably a good idea. I should share that with my friends who own that whole hair towel company. I should be like, you know what you guys should do? Exact same towel, just market it to dogs. Yeah. You, you know? should because, I mean, usually I don't like to use my human towels the way that I do with my dog. Only because, I don't know, my towels are more like luxurious, whatever. And A, my dog doesn't need that. And B, I don't, then I'm going to have to wash it and all that just for myself to be able to use it. So I'll use the smaller towels. And in this case, the first one I grabbed was that towel. And he loved it. Towel's got a lot of absorption to it, if that's a word. I don't know if that's a real word or not. It may be, but I'm not sure if it is. Nonetheless. Sedano, you're awfully quiet. Yeah. I, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, like letting you guys, you know, have By your the way, conversation I'm just let, there. Letting you know, George, I've already gotten some people on Twitter that are telling me that they too, like me, when their feet get cold at home, they will rock no, the lies. No, no, there's like one guy who responded to you. Well, that's Cap, right. I like that's how you guy. like to multiply one person times like One is like, like five million. million. One is like a million people, I think. I think in, in, in the world of, of radio um, and Twitter, I think one is equal to a million. Yeah, I think that's a solo thinking. You think so? Mm. Well, I, haven't I mean, had anybody... I, you are like the big, I mean, bro, <laughs> yeah, Latinos are exaggerators by nature, okay? And like, that's It is true. in our blood, yeah. okay? And... You are like an honorary Latino just for that's that right. because that's you right. exaggerate so much. Right, but I'm also an honorary Latino because I'm best friends now, you know. You know In your head, them. again, yeah. exaggerating you know, again. the oh, whole Canelo, point. Right. Me and yeah, Canelo yeah, yeah. are like BFFs yeah. now. Casanano's right. Latinos, we love, we love echarle crema a los tacos. Like, sí. we love to pour that on. Yeah. But you... I don't even know what he puts on, Serrano. Crema is like a little bit compared to what he does. Yeah, bro. You 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 just pour it on. Like I saw millions of tweets here with people saying Sedano's out like, of his bro, mind. You were like, bro, like so many people <laughs> tweeting right, millions, me. And I'm like millions. looking and it's like, bro, there's one. Yeah, that's right. And it equates to millions. That's the way it works. Right right now. And millions. Anybody else wear boots when their feet get cold in their house? I put on pair of Uggs. No, right. So Paul Heyman basically like mocked you. 
Uh, no, Paul Heyman that. said... He, he did, he did. No, he totally did. No, that is not mocking. That is yes, Paul Heyman going yes, into character. Yes, no. That is yeah, Paul, he right, went into character that, to mock character you. He went into character to mock oh, you. Get exactly. out of here. You get out and mock me. Yes. I mean, here, George said something. George, that's leading the witness is what that was, George. No, it's being observant. <laughs> no, that was... no. Hey, Paul, do you ever wear boots in the house? Isn't that so dumb and ridiculous? And Paul's like... Uh, I actually never yeah, said those words. Yeah. I bet you if you pull the question, I never said any of those well, words. Well, your tonality said that you wanted him to agree with you, you know? No, no, no. Anybody I said, else want to wear boots I said, in the house? hey, Paul, my co-host Scott here, who you just heard, says that when he gets cold in the house, he wears boots and That's actually right. Ugg boots in the house. Do you wear right. Ugg boots in the house when you're He said, I don't cold? get cold. I'm so warm with all of my brilliance, I don't have to wear boots right. or something like that. So, But I never said that. I never led the witness. I straight up told him what happened. I don't know. You guys hear things differently than the way I hear things. I'll tell you <laughs> I that mean, right now. well, you also hear and read things differently. So there's that. We've established all that. And we have a different mathematics system, clearly, because I think it's a million people who all wear boots in the house, and you guys think it's only one guy. All right, let's hear the question. Go ahead, Laura, play it. Says that when he gets cold in the house, he puts on boots on in his house, like Ugg Ugg boots. Ugg like, boots, do you Paul. when you get when your feet get cold at the Heyman house? Uh, what do you put on? Do you put on boots? Uh, my feet never get cold inside the Heyman house because I'm warmed by the mere notion of my own superior intelligence. <laughs> right. so there you go. Right. That's a great fair, answer. Fair I don't know if I'd call that mocking. I would call that a very funny answer. Yeah, uh, I, w- I would say mocking. Um, I don't agree. I, I mean, three out of four agree. Three well, out of it's four always three out of four. Agree. It's always three out of four on this show. Always. There's, that's no. not it's true. Always the now same. You're, see, on now rare you're just, occasions. You know what you're on doing? On rare occasions, it's two to two. On you're rare occasions, that, it's two to two. You're doing what Hulk Hogan does. Well, what's uh, that, brother? When when he, you know, he does the cupping of the hand to his ear, like on the different uh, sides of the ring. Right. Be- I'm doing because that right now. You know, now. you've got that that your mom who sent that email and that guy right. who tweeted me yesterday, and you're just rattling them up. You know, let's keep going, everybody. Let's keep it going. But my thing is, like, I don't know anyone else that wears boots other than you and that one guy that tweeted you. Me and the one That's guy. That's two people who represents millions out of seven billion. Do you yeah. wear the boots with the robe? Is the question. <laughs> oh, he does. by yeah. the way, by the way. Excellent question, Lindsay. Excellent question. Answer it on the other side. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, you heard Santa Sleek coming down the chimney. We got caller number seven here. Ernest Hernandez in South LA is the uh, caller here. All right, do you want to pick the Travis, the Sliwa box, the Mason and Ireland box, or the Sedano and Cap box, sir? Uh, let's go with the Travis and Sliwa box. All right, so you got tickets to the WWE SmackDown, bro. Uh, We just had Paul Heyman on here at Staples Center. It's one of the last events they'll have at Staples before it becomes Crypto.com Arena. Congratulations, bro. Put you on hold, okay? Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You got it, bro. That is Ernest Hernandez in South L.A. Congratulations to him, our latest winner in the 710, 12 Days of Christmas. Keep listening for Santa Slee to come down the chimney for your chance to win. Santa Slee is coming down your chimney. The 710 ESPN 12 Days of Christmas. Just keep listening for Santa Slee to come down your chimney. Santa Slee is coming to town.
Oh, we should do supposed to do picks against the spread today because we're not on the rest of the week. Can we just do it in the la in the last segment then? Sure. No. Oh no, because we've got to do Scotteria. No, Scott, don't take my time. He's on no. no man. Yeah, we got to do Scotteria. That's today. true. Well, we can do yeah. picks against the spread here in a second, but um, you had <laughs> so Scott, I asked you the question, or somebody asked you the question, um, if you would wear um, the boots with the robe, right? And you were going to answer that here. The answer is, first, it was a great question by you, Lindsay Baseball. And secondly, of course, I wear the boots with the robe. Now, I have just put out on Twitter boots where I'm sitting fur. at my desk. Right. Boots with the fur. That's right. You know it. Keep it going. Right. Yeah, I'm not um, singing the rest. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know what's wrong with everybody. I don't know what's wrong with boots in the house. They're great. Comfy. I'm cold. I put the boots on my feet. It's great. Great. It's awesome. I mean, I get it, bro. I mean, the, you like it, pero, you know? I, know. I love when Sedano goes, Ay, Dios mío. Dos míos. Dos los míos. Yeah. No, you don't do it right. But. I know. What did yeah, you say? You don't Tell do me what right. you say. Tell me what you say, George. What did you say? Dos los míos. No, dos los. No, I didn't say two. That's not two. There's just no two gods. What, what did there's you say? one god. I mean, there's, there's everybody. Well, maybe there are people who have more than one god. I don't know. Um, I just say, ay, Dios mío. Ay, Dios mío? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start saying that. But I would like for you to say, mm -hmm. oy vey. Oy vey. See? And I'll say, ay, Dios mío. <laughs> ay, Dios mío. Ay. Ay, Dios mío. Ay. Ay, Dios mío. Ay, ay, ay. There you go. Ay, Dios mío. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. And you just say, oy vey. And then we switch it with each other. You know? You oy take mine, vey. Take yours. Right. Right. Oi! Oi! Ay, Dios mío! Why do you gotta go growly voice though? Because <laughs> I, I know I'm gonna screw it up. <laughs> you kind of sound like Speedy Gonzalez when you do yeah, it. Yeah, the growly mumble. voice was kind of weird. I felt like I don't know. I don't know what you were doing there. To be frank with you, like, I mean, just was kind of strange. I mean, I don't know. Growly voice guy. I do like the boots in the house though. Boots. That's maybe house. should be the new song. Boots in the house. You know? Never. You don't think so? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you killed Sedano. I had to take the headphone off. <laughs> oh, like, my God. You killed Sedano. Ay, Dios mío. What are you guys doing? The picks against the spread? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's rock that right now, Laura. Go ahead. Rock that already. Just hit the music or something. Ay, ay, ay. by the way, is back. It's coming up. It's it's coming back at, after a big deal or no deal. So, you know, make sure that you uh, you are set with that. Uh, all right. So, Scott, our first game is Rams at Cardinals. Now, this is a big one. This is a big one. The Cardinals are – let me see. Is this two and a half here? Is it two and a half? Mm -hmm. I have one. Where did you get two and a half from? ESPN.com. Oh, no, I'm on the Action Network, bro. This is like real Vegas lines, bro. The right. I think the open at two and a half. Let me see. All right, well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see where the line – let me see more lines. Let's see. There's One's one, there's three, there's two. All right, we'll give you two and a half because they're all over the – it's all over the board. So we'll do two and a half. All right. So the Arizona Cardinals are two and a half point favorites, Scott. I'll let you pick first. Go ahead. Take Arizona. Um, when I look at what the Rams have done, and we talked about this a little bit earlier – the, the quality win, the one quality win 
on the Rams' schedule was the win against Tampa Bay in Week 3. Otherwise, they got to 7-1 and one by beating up on Seattle, who's not what they once were, the New York Giants, the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, and then when they started to play teams that are decent, Houston, uh, excuse me, Tennessee, San Francisco, Green Bay, they lost. And when they, when they played Jacksonville, they won, but that's not impressive. So now you're on the road in Arizona. I think Arizona is very underrated. I'm taking Arizona to win the game and to cover the spread. And I hope I'm wrong. What number? I'm going to say three. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to take the Rams because I do think that at some point or another, the Rams are going to have to kind of get this thing going, right? And I told you earlier this week that I feel like they are in a good position and I think that you got a get-right game with Jacksonville. You got to work out some of the kinks. Your running game was a little better. Uh, the play-action passing was there like the old McVay offenses. So I'm going to take the Rams, and that's my four. Lindsay, what do you got? I'm going to pick Arizona, but I'm not that confident, so I'm going to make it my one. Okay. okay. All, All right. right, next game we have the Giants at the Chargers. The Chargers are 10.5-point favorites. 10.5 is a huge number. Now, granted, they are playing at SoFi. Now, who's out for the Chargers? Is it just... It's um, Keenan Allen, and now it's Mike Williams, the other wide receiver. So they, their top two wide receivers for the Chargers are both out. Now, luckily for the Chargers, they've got a good group of tight ends. Actually, their three and four wide receivers are actually pretty good as well, but one and two are listed as out of this game. Mm. Now, do, by Scott? the way, by the way, for the Giants, just so you know, George for the Giants. They're starting a ton quarterback. Of people too. Right. Yeah. Daniel Jones, their starting quarterback, is out with a neck injury. Mike Lennon, their backup, is out with a concussion. Are you familiar with the work of Jake Fromm? I am. He played at Georgia. Okay. Well, he's got zero snaps in the NFL. This is his second season, and he might be the starting quarterback for the Giants. Okay. Uh, so what do you got? I think I'm going to take the Chargers, believe it or not to actually win wow. and cover the spread. Wow. And, and, and it's only because, it's only because if 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 the Giants were coming with their starting quarterback, I'd say they could cover the spread. But I'm not very confident at all in the Chargers covering the spread, so it's my one. Hmm. What do you think? I'm going to also take the Chargers. Um, but that is going to be... My two. How about that? My two. I'm going to go with my two. Lindsay, what do you got? Ditto. Chargers, two. Okay. Deuce. Got to do a couple uh, like Sedano because he's, you know, been doing pretty good lately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So next we have Raiders and Chiefs. Uh, Raiders are at the Chiefs. Scott, uh, uh, the Chiefs are actually 10 point favorites in this one. I've got 10 here. So 10 point favorites. What do you got, Scott? Yeah. Now, I took the Raiders last week to beat the Washington football team, and that they really failed me. Yeah. Don't ask me why, but my gut is telling me the Raiders will at least cover the 10 points. I'm going to take the Raiders to find a way to be competitive in the game, a division game on the road. Raiders to cover. I'm not awfully confident. It's my two. Uh, I also have the Raiders. Uh, I think the NFL is wacky. These two teams also have played tight games against each other recently. Uh, over the last couple of years. I'm going to take the Raiders, too, but that's only my one. Yeah. Linz? Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City because, uh, I don't know, I guess Patrick Mahomes is my fantasy quarterback, and I just want him to win. So I'll go Kansas City, and I'll make it my three. Okay. 
Fair enough. Uh, Bills at Bucks. The Bucks are three-point favorites at home against the Bills, uh, who lost, obviously, a tough one against New England last week. Scott, what do you got? Well, you know my boyfriend is Tom Brady, and I've really I'm, I've given up on the Bills. I thought probably week five, six, the Bills might have been the best team in the AFC. I don't believe that anymore. I'm going to take the Bucks to win and cover the three, and I'm most confident about that, so it's my five. Okay. I am uh, going the other way with the Bills because they're coming off an embarrassing loss. The Bucks have barely been surviving against bad teams recently. At some point, that's going to come back to bite them. Um, I actually think the Bucks or the Bills uh, going down to Tampa, you know, no weather issues or whatever. Um, the Bills, they've lost a lot of tight games. And they, I, you know, this week obviously included. So I feel like eventually that's got to stop. And, you know, because it's a game of margins. Like, the, this game is played in the margins in, in the National Football League. So I'm going to go with the Bills. Um, I'm, like, somewhat confident, so I'll give it my three. So that's my three. Lindsay? I also was going to bring up the thing about the close games because I have a lot of family and friends who are Bills fans. And I'm going to root for the Bills to win this one. And I'll pick them with four as confidence. All right. And then the last one, Cowboys at the Washington football team. Scott Kaplan, what do you have? Well, I took the Raiders last week to beat the Washington football team, but I actually think there's something happening there with that ball club. I'm going to take Washington to win the game and to cover the four points. I'm not a believer in the Cowboys, and the only thing I've got left is a four, so go WFT, go Washington football team. Help me out here. So you picked that, and that's your what? My number four. Mm. Uh, The Washington football team is rolling. But I think eventually um, that has to come to an end. The Cowboys have been up and down. Um, you know, they beat the Saints. They lost to the Raiders. But Jerry Jones took a shot at his team this week. And I feel like, guy, when you know, doing that, guys are going to want to st- stick it to the owner. I'm going to take the Cowboys minus that four. And I'm ultra confident of this. That's my five. I have never given the Cowboys my five in all the years I've been doing this. But, you know, Jerry opening his big mouth, I think, is going gonna, is gonna to help his team. And then he's going to take all the credit for it. I'm also going to pick the Cowboys, and I just don't think Washington's really that good. So that's my five because it's the only one I have left. Uh, all right, cool. Now, what are the standings at the moment? All right, well, right now the standings are... Um, so I'm in last place still with 40 points. Um, and then Sedano... Oh, wait. No, these have not been updated since last week. Give me a second to copy Yeah, Scott has here. a big goose egg. Yeah, nope, zero. Nope, 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 oh, no, no, no. I got the one. He got yep. the one with the Patriots. Okay, New so England. that means you have 50 now, Cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have 45. Yeah, and, then, and I scored 14 points this weekend. Exactly. So Sedano went from 44 to 58. So now he has a whopping pretty good lead. 58 okay. for Sedano. Cap, mm-hmm. you've got 50, and I've got 45. Okay, there well, go. good. This is good because Sedano's got Dallas as a five. I've got Washington as a four. I mean, we've, we've got different picks going here, so I got a real chance to make my score this week. Yeah. Laura, who wins this, who wins this week? Who t- you know, do I keep my lead or does Scott take over? Or you Lindsay? got this. Yeah. Nah, I, I, I eventually I think it's going to be you, Lindsay, and Scott. Oh, wow. You think Cap's going to finish last? Yeah. I would have finished probably first or second. Oh. But- Laura did finish uh, second last time I yeah. did this. Yeah, yeah, so I think Scott's going to be last. So I got you I winning know. this week, Lindsay in second, and then Kevin third. Last week, I really screwed things up. And it wasn't just terrible picks. It was also bad positioning in my confidence meter. So I'm, I'm going to play a little more strategically, Laura, and I plan to prove you wrong 
And my goal now That's is to just goal. not finish last. <laughs> right. It's not to win. It's just to not finish last. That's right. All right, man. Right. Do you. All right. Big deal or no deal. Everyone's favorite segment in the 630 uh, or the six o'clock hour, pardon me, is coming up next at 630 here in just a moment. Stick around. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of big deals, a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Linz? Well, over the past few days, a lot of fans have been kind of going crazy trying to guess the current weight of one NBA star, Zion Williamson. 330! Well, as you just spoiled it, Tim McMahon seems to have found the answer. Because <laughs> according to his sources, as he mentioned on the Zach Lowe podcast, that Zion is at 330 pounds right now, which puts him among the heaviest players in NBA history. And for a frame of reference there, Shaq's playing weight when he was 21, say Major Zion, was about 325, but he's more than a foot taller than Zion. So is Zion Williamson. Well, I don't know if he's more than a foot taller than him. I mean, that can't would make half a foot. About half seven a foot. I'm tall. sorry. Half a foot. There sorry, you go. That makes more sense. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah, half yeah. a foot taller. You just made him George Murison all of a sudden. Or, you know, <laughs> or, or you went Yao the other Ming. way around. You made Zion Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the, exactly. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Half a foot. Yeah. So is, is Zion Williamson being 330 pounds a big deal or no deal, Sedano? It is a big deal. Um, you know, the, uh, you hear what I always say. The biggest predictor of future injury is past injury. And, you know, being that heavy, it, we always knew it was going to cause a problem for him. We saw it. I, I was there, okay? Las Vegas, you know, Summer League. Like I saw it happen. It has continued to happen. He's an amazing talent, but he's going to need to figure it out. Now, granted, I understand he has a foot injury. He can't really work out, so it, some of it is a, is a challenge. But it's going to be a struggle for him um, throughout his career. And by the way, speaking of that, you know, talking about health and whatnot, it, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Scott, what do you think? I think it's a really huge deal because what I'm concerned about for the young man, because he's a, he's a really talented player, but what I'm concerned about for him is, and I'm not joking here, is that he'll eat his way out of playing pro basketball. And I think about a guy like Jamarcus Russell. Do you remember that name, George? Yeah. Like the number one overall pick out of LSU to the Raiders who legitimately ate his way from quarterback to offensive line. I mean, look, there's no excuse. You're a professional athlete. You're injured. You have a foot problem. You can't run, okay? But there are other things you can do to maintain some form of fitness. And secondly, the most important thing you can do is maintain your diet so that when you're healthy, you can get back. You know what's going to happen to him now? He's going to get healthy, and it's going to take him months to lose the weight. Yeah. 
Yeah, Charles Barkley talked about that on, uh, I think it was, he was on Bill Simmons' podcast a couple months ago. And he said, like, you know, he had a, he got gained a bunch of weight, had a really bad season, and he really, really had to, like, crack down and, like, be completely disciplined to lose the weight to get back into, like, decent playing shape. So, yep, could be very problematic for him. Hopefully, right, what's hopefully next? not. Okay, so uh, Mac Jones has his mind on his job as New England's quarterback, and the Patriots are making sure that he rem- that that remains the rookie's focus. During ESPN2's Manning cast coverage of New England's 14-10 victory over the Bills on Monday, Peyton Manning said that he wanted to talk to Jones before the game to prepare for the telecast, but the NFL team would not allow it. Manning said that he got denied by the Patriots' PR staff but that he appreciates the way that the team is handling Jones and protecting him to keep him focused on the games. Is Patriots PR staff denying Peyton Manning, of all people, an interview with Mac Jones before Monday's game a big deal or no deal, Cap? It's no deal for me. Um, If I were Peyton Manning, I wouldn't even waste my time going through the PR staff. I'd find somebody who I know Wait, who knows the kid. What happened was he reached out to Mac personally, okay. and he said, "Yeah, man, I'd love to do it, but you know what? You got to go through our team's PR staff because they handle and approve all of those things, and I just want to make sure that they take care of it." Okay, now I'm going to change my mind and go into big deal, and here's why: because you see, I would have thought that Peyton Manning could have just texted him and said, "Hey, man, I want to spend ten minutes. Just talk to me for a few minutes," and Mac would say, "Okay, dude, why don't you call me tonight when I'm done with practice?" No, he's home? just scared. But that's exactly what what it is. You just want to piss Belichick off? That's precisely what it is, is that when you're a rookie, okay, and you don't have any real clout, okay, and you don't want to get under the the skin of the coach or anybody else in the organization, you're like, hey, I'm really sorry, Mr. Manning, but you know the way it goes. you got to go through PR. Even you have to go through PR. So I think it is kind of a big deal that the Patriots PR staff was like, no, we do not let him talk to anybody else because we want him focused. I like that. All right, yeah, no deal for me because there's obvious reasons that I've laid out why it is. So um, I actually think because of all the things we just mentioned, it's not a big deal. So I think he's avoiding him, just avoiding him like the play. Like, oh, man, I I don't want to talk to Peyton Manning. What am I going to say to Peyton Manning? No, man, he talked a ton at Alabama. He's fine. He's just terrified of Bill. (laughs) Who's not, right? Yeah. All right, so Switzerland has just legalized a new way to die by assisted suicide. Whoa. The Sarco Heavy. Suicide Pod is a 3D-printed portable coffin-like capsule with windows, and it can be transported to a tranquil place for a person's final moments of life. The pod can be activated from inside and can give the person intending to die various options for where they want to be for their final moments. But to qualify to use the pod, the person who wants to die must answer an online survey that's meant to prove whether they're making this decision on their own accord. If they pass, then they're going to be told the location of the pod and given an access code. Is Switzerland legalizing the Sarco suicide pod a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, I, it's funny. I saw something about this on HBO years ago. I don't remember what I was watching, but um, so it was... It, Maybe it's the remember. old school. Remember the guy, the doctor, his name was Jack Kevorkian. Remember Kevorkian, that name? yeah. No, I yeah. know. But I'm talking about, the, uh, not, it wasn't about him. It was about, in. it was one of these countries in Europe that was doing this. Um, and how they were going about it and why. And mostly it was like a lot of terminal cancer patients and things like that. And, the, um, and there was a reason behind wanting them to just kind of like die like, you know, on their own volition, right? So, um, it, you know, in, I know that, I don't want to have like some controversial take, but I, I feel like you know that's an individual's choice. Um, 
you know, in, in there are some people who, uh, you know, if I recall correctly, and I could be wrong about this, so I apologize. It's not my expertise by any stretch of the imagination. I'm speaking off the cuff, but you know, I, I guess there are people out there, right, that don't want to be on a ventilator if they, you know, or be, or, or I'm sorry, be kept alive by unnatural causes, right? Um, and they have that in their wills and stuff like that. So, uh, you know. I would like to at least have a shot at staying alive, um, but I understand that there are people that wouldn't. So, I mean, it's a big deal because I do think that um, there are going to be a lot of discussions about this, I think, as time goes by. Um, and, you know, and it won't be just one country anymore. It'll be a lot of countries. That's just my guess on it. I'll make mine quick. No deal. It's too, per- too morbid for me. Can't get into this conversation. Too morbid. <laughs> okay. Well, I think there there's a really good documentary about it, and I can't think of what it's called. But um, there are people who there's a, even like a Black Mirror episode about it too, where like people who want to end their lives because like Sedano said they're terminally ill or whatever the case is. I think they should be allowed to do that, however they want to do that in whatever country they want to do it in. So that's all I'll have to say about that. I'm all for choice. All right. So a recent story in the Wall Street Journal takes a look at how the number of married couples who live apart is growing. Whether it's for financial, personal, or other reasons, these couples say that the arrangement helps their families and their relationships. So, since I do not subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, and I could not read the entire article because, you know, it's like $20 <laughs> you a month. You to pay for it, right. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you guys, is the idea that a lot more couples are starting to live apart from each other a big deal or no deal, Cap? Um, I'm going to say big deal. I actually know a few couples that qualify uh, based on what you've just described. And I always find it amazing. I'm like, wait, so your wife lives here and you live there? And he's like, yeah, you know, I work in Phoenix, but I, you know, I raised our kids in L.A. And so now I live over in Phoenix. She lives here. I come back on Thursdays. I go back on Mondays. And I'm like, yeah, how's that going? Great. Oh, my God. We we only see each other three days a week, 12 days a month. We've never liked each other more than the fact that we only spend, you know, less than half a month together. I'm like, wow, really? Seems so so foreign to me to think that you would be married and living in separate places. But I think just because of the mobile nature of people's work, I, I think a lot more of this is happening. Yeah, it is happening more. Um I know uh, some people that have done it. I actually know, like, I have an old school friend where his parents did it. Now, the father um, was an immigrant, um, came here, and was, um, you know, learned English. And, you know, he was an engineer in the country he was from. He was able to get his engineering degree in this country. And the only job he could find was in Chicago um, at the time. And he he would do that. He would fly to Chicago every Sunday night, last flight out. And he'd fly back, um, you know, home, you know, the first flight he could on Friday. And he'd spend literally a day and a half or almost, you know, almost two days, right, Um, with the family and the kids. But that was the way they did it for a number of years until he was able to get a job in the hometown. But, yeah, so I I know, and you know, everybody turned out fine. I think, look, different strokes for different folks, man. Everybody handles things differently and everybody deals with things differently and everybody um, is okay. You know, some people are more okay with – being uh, alone at times and having their own time. So, I, yeah, I, I, you know, to me, it's not a big deal. I prefer living alone. Like, I mean, yes, I have a roommate, but, you know, my interactions, I guess, are minimal. 
Um, and like I dated somebody for a very, very, very long time and we lived together and I would be totally okay with it. And, and in fact, I might even prefer it. Either that like or long distance relationship because I want to have my life and my time and my, you know, whatever. I want to be able to do my stuff and not have to answer to somebody or like, I don't know. I know that sounds very weird. And of course, I want to like share most of my life with them, but I still want, you know, I want all my private time. I don't want to yeah. get away. No, I get private it. Time I mean, yeah. yeah. And Laura, I mean, how do you feel about this? I'm curious. Honestly, I feel like if it was um, for work purposes, because actually Tivo and I were in this situation, uh, you know, I would be okay with it. And I was. When you like, said Tivo, I thought like Tim Tivo for a second. No. Just, it's no. Tivo, T I V O. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we called I, it. I that feel was the like nickname. Yes. For work purposes, it's fine, right? Especially like careers like this, you have to move. But if I'm in the same city and we're committed and we want a relationship and we're married or we're very serious, like, nah, you gotta, you can't, like for me, it's just, if you're gonna be in a relationship, be in a relationship. And it comes with a lot, right? So you gotta take the good and the bad. Yeah. All right, that is Big Deal yeah. No Deal each and every day at 6.30. Um, so Scotteria, one more edition of Scotteria. Scott gets to do whatever the hell he wants. That's coming up, all right? It is time for Scotteria. Scotty, it's all yours. George, let me ask you and Lindsay and Laura and everybody listening, uh, let me ask everybody a question here. Do you guys send out holiday cards? So we used to. Um, we have it in years, but we receive a ton. Okay. How do you feel when you receive them? We take a look at them. You know, we just, I, I give them a glance, you know, I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Look at them. Look at how big their kids are or whatever, you know, and that's about you feel it. Any, you feel any like um, guilt at all that your friends went to the trouble of making a nice card, putting it in the mail, having your address, putting a stamp on it? cost money time energy effort you feel any guilt at all that your friend sent you a card but you don't reciprocate with a card no not at all okay ladies how do you guys I, feel about this well i mean i i never really used to when i was younger when i moved out here uh it was like four or five years ago i i started to do them because a um i have a really cute dog and i always thought that dog dog cards or pet cards are always funny and it was just kind of my way of like checking in with people back home and whatever, like, hey, right, Merry Christmas, whatever. And so I actually just made mine last night with Chewy. I, I've been sending pictures so to cute. Laura with all these so different cute. ideas, and I finally settled on one. And yeah, so the people will be getting Chewy Christmas cards. So okay. cute. How about you, Laura? So I used to do the you know Merry Christmas cards to friends that are outside of California. I don't do it no more. I think the last year that I did it was 2019. I was like, yeah, I don't have time. People yeah. don't – I just feel like people don't really care for them, honestly. I mean, I look at them. I do. I do look at them. And I get them from – I mean, I, a lot of people, man, like colleagues, mm -hmm. friends, family. You know, it's hilarious is that we used to do them um, when my daughter, Aria, was was young. We have yet to do one since Mateo's Aww, been born. Oh, I must so cute. <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you guys. I want to say that I love – absolutely love receiving holiday cards in the mail. Aww. I open them up. I take them out. I read them. I put time into them because I know that people put their time into making them. Awesome. I think it's wonderful that people send holiday cards, but I feel this tremendous Hebraic guilt that I don't reciprocate. But it gets back to the beginning of the oh. show today, George, mm -hmm. when I said I can start things, but I can't finish things. Yeah. I can come up with a great idea like, 
I'm going to send out a holiday card. I've got all these great pictures of me and my kids and all the things that have happened over the last year, but I just can't get it to execution because that would mean I'd have to print the card. Mm. I'd have to know people's addresses. I'd have to put the cards in the envelopes. I'd have to put stamps on them. I'd have to send them. I can't do any of those things. I don't have the capabilities of doing things that sound like very easy things to do. However, today, I received my first two holiday cards Mm -hmm. of the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And the first one came from a friend of mine. Uh, Their names are the Spectre family. It's immaterial, the names. but And they they had a, a picture on the front of the card, and it was a needle, like a shot, right? And it says, the Spectre family believes there is one booster shot we can all (laughs) agree on. I open the card, and it says, a shot of holiday cheer, of course. And they say, we want to wish you a happy and healthy holiday season, all the best in the new year. And the husband, wife, daughter, and son are all wearing black T-shirts. They all have their sleeve pulled up on their right arm. They've all got a Band-Aid on their arm. And underneath the Band-Aid, the husband has an L. The wife has an O, the daughter has a V, and the son has an E. So they they put this theme together about vaccinations and shots and love. And on the back of the card, this is how how much time they put into this card. On the back, Lindsay, to your point, they've got a picture of their cute doggy, right? Looks like some kind of like Labradoodle or something, Labradoodle. And it says, the World Health Organization, they've got WHO all in bold. The World Health Organization declared that dogs cannot spread COVID-19. Dogs previously held in quarantine have been released. And they write at the end, to be clear, who let the dogs out? Yeah. I'm like, That's yo, a super extra card. Yeah. Dude, that's that a lot. That is like, that that's is too much. That's a crazy card. Now, my second card today, again, I was very happy to receive these cards. I don't reciprocate, but I'm very happy to have them. I'm one of these card people. I'm so guilty about cards, George, uh, that I don't even throw them out. Because okay. I feel like you spent time, you took, you spent money. They just sit in a box now after this. Time out and commercial break. When I said I sent out cards, I meant the ones I buy at the store. And I write, I hope you had a great year. Wishing you a new year. Merry Christmas. And there's already some in there. I ain't printing no cards. I ain't doing all. No, 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 no. That is too much work. Yeah, well, this, yeah, listen to this lot, one. I got, I got another. I got my second card today. This is from a friend of mine, and I'm going to say his name on the air because this guy was a USC football player back in like the late 80s, early 90s. His name was Mark Rabb, and I call him the rabbi. And Mark Rabb, George, was the long snapper of those teams when Todd Marinovich was the quarterback of the teams. He wound up playing a few NFL games. He's a great guy. Well, he had these terrible health issues. And um, and all of a sudden, he came through all these health issues, and he got remarried. On the front of the card is him, his new wife, and their dog, all in Halloween costumes. Inside the card's a picture of him and his whole family and the melded family and the wedding pictures, which is beautiful. And on the back of the card is a picture of my man Mark and his wife. But here's the problem with some cards. Guys like me, we really read them. And sometimes we find things in cards that are just a little off. The picture they sent is a selfie of the two of them at the Colosseum in Rome. Mm-hmm. And they misspelled the word Colosseum. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like a jerk. <laughs> you right? would be that person. I'm like, right. Like, I'm the guy who went, it doesn't look right to me. So I had to, like, Google, how do you spell Colosseum? They misspelled the word. I mean, you had to Google it, so you can't blame my Right. Yeah. No, it's not <laughs> like I knew. Right. It's not like I knew. But here's the thing about holiday cards, everybody. I appreciate it. I think it's wonderful. 
I applaud everybody out there who can put in this kind of time and effort mm. into a holiday card. And I want you to know that when I receive it, I take the time to read it, look at it. I think about friends that I haven't seen. Google about it. Yeah, I, right. I will Google spelling if I think there's a misspelling, certainly. But I just want you to know, <laughs> you will not be getting one from me. You're not getting the Kaplan quality card. Do you like my card? I sent it to you guys so in cute. the group text. So right? cute. That's the one I went with. It's out to the printer right now. It's so adorable. With little Chewy, Chewy is on it. so cute. That but is a very cute I have card. a quick question for you guys because I'm totally going to step over Scotteria here. So I had a conversation with a friend and we were talking about pay it forward, right? If you guys are in a drive-thru or maybe at a whatever, a fast food joint, and they tell you, hey, you know, your food, your item has been paid for. So someone paid for your food. Scott, yep. you said you didn't know what that was. Mm -hmm. And let's say you're at Starbucks, right? And you had like a five, six dollar drink. Someone pays for it. And then, you know, the whole thing is that you pay the car in back of you. Yep. So my friend was like, okay, I was in a bind because I had a ten dollar order. Someone paid for it and I wanted to pay it forward, but he goes, the order behind me was $70. He goes, and I was like, oh, do I pay for it? Do I not? And I was like, so what did you do? He goes, I paid for it because I felt pressured. I was like, I would have not paid. No way, bro. $70. No That's crazy. No chance. I said, and then Lindsay and I were having this conversation earlier. I was like, I probably would have paid the $10 that I had on mine or maybe 20 just to be nice. But what would you guys do in that situation? I definitely wasn't paying seventy dollars. Um, <laughs> well, I would, I would, that. you know me, I would like break it all down, and here's what I would say: I'd be like, wait a second, I'm supposed to pay it forward, right? Well, correct. Isn't that the person behind me? That's paying it backwards. That's not paying it forward. That's paying it backwards. I'm yeah, not look, for here's the thing: I am, I am, I'm a pretty generous person in the sense of like, you know, like if. if like, I, if I want to buy, I'll buy you stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be like, here, bro, here's a drink. Here's this. Here's that. I tip good. All that boots, stuff. By the way. But that stuff in the drive-thru? Nah, bro. It's a, it's a woeria. That's nonsense. I really love that a new pair of Ugg boots. <laughs> really, those Ugg boots that I have, they're old. They're from Costco. Is that your plea right oh, now? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought you were talking about legit Ugg boots. So now you're saying they're from Costco. Are they like actual Ugg boots? Are, <laughs> are they, they Uggs are they not or are they like, brand, brand. are they no, thugs? They're brand. No, they're, they're not. They're, they're probably more thugs from Costco oh, than they are Oh, this changes Uggs. everything. This <laughs> literally worse. changes everything. It's it makes way it worse. worse. Way worse. Yeah, really? That's way worse. All right, we're done here. <laughs> Excellent work, Scott Kaplan. I'll see uh, you next week on yes, Thursday, sir. basically. Right. Uh, you guys will have a show on Tuesday. Lindsay and Laura, uh, great job. Uh, you guys enjoy Lakers basketball the next two days. See ya.